It's Holy Week again. It's Good Friday, and we have arrived at the defining story of our faith. We have arrived at the cross, this story of tragedy and trauma. So let us consider the Gospel of John's telling of the crucifixion. It's long and filled with details in some regards and sparse on details in others. There's a lot of people and a lot of names, lots of different scenes with the betrayal, arrest, and trials, and the execution. And we're not going to have time to go into all of those details. And yet the Gospel of John doesn't give us a whole lot of insight into Jesus' thoughts or feelings about what's happening. So I can't help but wonder, what must Jesus have been feeling as Judas arrives to betray him, as he is arrested, as Peter lashes out with violence despite Jesus' teachings of love and compassion and mercy. As he is questioned again and again, as he is beaten and mocked. As the crowd turns on him and begins to yell, crucify, crucify, crucify. As the sentence of death is pronounced as he carries the heavy cross beam up the hill to the place where he will die. As he is stripped of his clothes and as the nails are hammered into his body and as he hangs on the cross for hours dying slowly and painfully as he entrusts the care of his mother to his beloved disciple. And as he finally gives up his spirit and breathes his last breath. Would he have been afraid? Probably. Would he have been frustrated? Yeah. Would he have been humiliated? Maybe. Would he have been angry? I think so. Would he have been tired? Definitely. Would he have been in pain? Excruciating. Would he have been sad? Likely. Would he have been determined? John certainly seems to portray him that way. Would he have worried about his ministry, his friends, his family? It seems like he did. Would he have been grieving? Yes. Was he still showing love throughout this horrific experience? Yes. Jesus knows what it's like to experience the full range of human emotions. He knows what it is to suffer. 
He knows fear and pain and grief and anger and loss. And so he stands in solidarity with us in those experiences. These last two years have felt like grief upon grief upon grief. The world feels heavy as we try to process the changes wrought upon us by this pandemic in our homes and workplaces, in our communities and around the world. I don't know about you, but I'm tired. I'm tired of changing plans, of pivoting. I'm tired of debates and vitriol about keeping other people safe. I'm tired of the mental math calculating how risky an everyday activity is. I'm tired of pretending like everything's okay when everything has changed and when more than 984,000 people in the United States and 6.1 million people around the world have died from this awful virus. Then there's the weight of the other losses we've experienced. Lost jobs, lost dreams, lost friends, family, lost pets, milestones, relationships, and so many other losses, emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual. The world feels heavy. The world feels heavy as we think about yet another postponement of the General Conference of the United Methodist Church and what that means for our LGBTQIA siblings and for our ministries of love and justice at West End. The world feels heavy as we try to confront the ongoing racial injustice in our communities and our country and feel like we are getting nowhere and nothing will ever change, even though change is desperately needed. The world feels heavy as we hear stories about the war in Ukraine and the violence and brutality and death. And there are other burdens that we carry individually, some of those only in the secret places of our heart. There is so much that is heavy and hard right now. We feel all the feelings. Our culture, though, loves to focus on the positive, on the success stories, on the hashtag blessed people and moments of our lives. And we do have many things to be grateful for and to celebrate. Recognizing pockets of joy or having a gratitude practice can help lighten the load and help us remember that it is good and right to celebrate and name joy, to be hopeful, to fully experience those moments. Some of my recent gratitudes include spring in Nashville, the magic of cherry trees and red buds and daffodils and tulips, warm weather and sunshine, and it is a glorious day outside today. 
We also had so much fun playing with dozens of children and their families at the Easter egg hunt last Saturday. And I'm looking forward to an upcoming family wedding. So I'm grateful, even though I'm tired. The heavy and hard feelings are part of being human too. To live and to love is to experience loss. To be human is to experience pain. We can and do and should hold space for both, the good and the bad. Jesus, too, felt all the feelings. The Bible has stories of him expressing joy and love and awe and wonder, as well as anger and loss and sadness and grief and pain. So what are you feeling today? What is bringing you hope or joy? What feels heavy and hard to carry? Jesus laid his life down on the cross and we can lay our burdens down at the cross too. Not in shame or guilt for feeling what we're feeling, but trusting that Jesus knows what we're feeling, that he can hold those feelings and us, that he is in solidarity with us and with all of those in the world burdened by grief, facing oppression, facing fear, anxiety, loss, and pain, and trusting that we are loved, so very loved, no matter what. Amen.